In today's message, I would like to help you with your relationships. You know, one of the things that I have said many times in my ministry is that life is all about relationships. And if you fail in your relationships, then you fail at life. Because God said that all of his commandments can be summarized in two. Love him and love your neighbor. Both of those things are relationships. So if we failed our relationship with God, then we fell at life. And we fell at our relationship with others, then we're failing at life. We have spouses, husbands, wives, we have children, we have employers and employees, we have teachers and students, we have neighbors. And we need to learn to get along with one another and to prosper with each other. And I want to teach you a truth uh, this morning that is vital to having good relationships. And I'm not preaching this because I'm perfect at it. I'm not teaching you what I'm good at. But I am giving to you what God has spoken to my heart about and what I have tried to improve in and what I've realized I need to get better at. And to be honest with you, during the COVID-19 crisis, when we couldn't go to church and we were not able to fellowship with our people, uh, God taught me this truth. And so I hope you'll listen and let it affect your life today. I'm going to read to you from 1 Thessalonians chapter 3. And the Bible says this, Wherefore, when we could no longer forbear, we thought it good to be left at Athens alone. And sent Timotheus, our brother and minister of God, and our fellow laborer in the gospel of Christ to establish you and to comfort you concerning your faith. So the Apostle Paul had uh, been to Thessalonica. He had known those people. He had established a church there. And now he is somewhere else. And he wants to know how his converts are doing. He wants to know how the church is doing. And so he sends Timotheus to minister to them. And he says that he sent Timotheus to establish them, to make them stable, to strengthen them, to comfort them concerning their faith. In verse number three, that no man should be moved by these afflictions. For yourselves know that we are appointed thereunto. For verily, when we were with you, we told you before that we should suffer tribulation, even as it came to pass, and ye know. For this cause, when I, do long, when I could no longer forbear, I sent to know your faith, lest by some means the tempter have tempted you, and our labor be in vain. Paul was saying, listen, I warned you before, I told you before, persecution, tribulation, it's a part of the Christian life. We have suffered, and you also have suffered. And he said, I've been away, he says, I, I've, been, I've been away from you for a long time. And I can't, I can't take it anymore. I need to know how you're doing. I can't forbear. That means I've got to know how my children in the faith are doing. I want to know that you're still serving God. So he sent Timothy to them. It was for that reason he sent Timothy. In verse number six. 
But now when Timotheus came from you unto us and brought us good tidings of your faith and charity, and that ye have good remembrance of us always, desiring greatly to see us, as we also to see you. Therefore, brethren, we were comforted over you in all our affliction and distress by your faith. Wow, what, what was Paul saying? Paul was saying, listen, I longed to be with you, to know how you're doing, to establish you in the faith. We've been separated. I sent Timotheus to you to help you, to establish you, to find out how you were doing. Timotheus came back and he told us that you're doing well. And he told us that you were as concerned about us as we are for you. And it blessed our heart. And because of what Timotheus had to say, we have been comforted over you. In our affliction and in our distress because of your faith. Paul was saying, listen... I wanted to know about your faith. I wanted to know, I wanted to help you, but you have been a blessing to me in my distress. Your faith has helped me. Your communication back through Timothy has given us comfort and joy. Good communication is a key requirement to having good relationships. And good communication requires both speaking and hearing. It requires giving and receiving. Good communication requires more than just understanding what someone else said. But it requires confirmation of what someone has said. I'm going to explain what I'm saying, so just stick with me. If you have spoken something to someone and they have heard you, then communication has taken place. But good communication requires feedback. Good communication has to be two-way. Good communication can't be one person talking this way and another person just hearing. Good communication is back and forth. Paul didn't want to just communicate to the Thessalonians. Now that was the most important thing, but he needed to hear back from them. Paul wanted to be a blessing to them, but he also needed to be blessed by them. If Paul had never heard back from them, he could still be a blessing to them. But that doesn't mean he would have gotten a blessing from them. When I was a young man, a teenager, my brother used to hunt. He would hunt deer. And he would go at a certain time of year. He had a big truck. And the other men that he would hunt with they also had trucks, and every one of these trucks had two things. In the back of their truck, they had a dog box. And in the front of their truck, they had a radio. 
Now their dog box, they put their dogs in the box to keep them. These were hunting dogs. And then when they would open the door and let the dogs out, those dogs were trained to go find the deer. And these dogs would go into the woods, they would find the deer, and the deer would run from them. And the dogs would chase them. And as the deer would run from the dogs, these men would try to position themselves to where they thought the deer was going to run, and then they would wait to shoot the deer as he ran by. And so all these men couldn't be in the same place. They might shoot one another. So they needed to communicate with each other. And someone would say, I'm over here on this road at this place. And someone else would say, I'm over here at this place. And they would communicate with each other through the radio. And they had a certain way of communicating. If someone got on the radio and he said, hey, this is uh, Ted and I'm over here at this place. All the other men that heard him were supposed to say back on the radio, 10-4. 10-4 meant, we heard you, we understand you, we know where you're at. And without that communication going both ways, it was a problem. You see, communication shouldn't just be me talking and you listening. But communication should be you listening, talking back to me. And then me hearing what you say and talking back to you. Someone writes you a letter and you read it. And it blesses your soul. That's communication. But if you fail to communicate back to the writer that he was a blessing to you, that his words were a blessing to you, then the writer is left to wonder. You know, I wrote, I wrote the pastor that letter. I wonder if he got it. I wonder if he read it. I wonder if it was a blessing to him. You see, when we communicate back, it is a vital part of effective communication that builds relationships. But when communication only goes one way, it's a problem. I believe that when someone sits down and writes a letter to, to another person, I believe that in their heart, they're hoping to hear back from that person. Now, don't misunderstand me. If, I, if you and I have a relationship and we see each other every day, it's not always required that I respond to everything you say to me. But when someone takes the time to write a letter, I think they want to hear back. And they need to hear back. Has it ever happened to you? Have you ever sat... And maybe you texted someone or you sent someone a message or you tried to call someone. You did something to reach out to someone and you so wanted to hear back from them, but you never heard from them. How did that make you feel? Did it encourage you? Did it comfort you? Did it bring you joy? Did it hurt you? Did it leave you to wonder? I think all of us have experienced what I just described. I think all of us in life have been left wondering because someone didn't communicate back to us. You see, communication is not just talking and being understood. 
Communication is for the benefit of those communicating. And it needs to go two ways. Each party needs to be both talking and listening. And when that's not happening, it's a problem. Dad, if you talk to your children and they understand you, but you never listen, you're not building good relationships with them. Husband, if you talk to your wife and she listens and obeys, but you never listen back to her, you're not building a good marriage. Wife, if you talk to your husband and he listens, but you never allow him to talk back. Husband, if you listen to your wife, but you never speak to her, this is not good communication. You know, we live in a world today of social media, Facebook, Twitter, WhatsApp, YouTube, uh, Instagram, all kinds of social media platforms. I happen to believe that most people, when they, they put out a message on social media, they want to hear back from people. They're longing for interaction many times. They need interaction. If it's just a like, pushing a like button, or if it's just sending a brief message, people long or communication that goes both ways. Have you ever put a post on social media and no one responded? How did that make you feel? Did it make you feel great? Did it make you feel like you had influenced a bunch of people? Did it make you feel loved? No, it didn't make you feel any of those things. But when you put out a message and a message comes back, a positive message comes back, it helps both parties I realize in life that you can't communicate with everyone but we must be good at communicating with many well can't communicate with everybody but you can communicate with a lot well on Facebook I have about 5,000 friends it's getting to the point where I can't have any more People contact me all the time wanting to have a conversation. I don't have time to, con I don't have time to communicate with 5,000 people. I understand that, and neither do you. But I can communicate with a lot of people. I can do my best to communicate with as many as I possibly can. And it's important. I believe that we are often guilty of being ministered to, but not ministering. We often speak and are heard, but we don't listen. We often listen, but we're not heard. We may not be heard because the person that spoke to us will not listen. Sometimes we're not heard because we don't take the time to speak back. I'll give you this illustration, or a couple of illustrations. and I, I don't use these illustrations to, to be critical or to, uh, because I'm upset. I use these illustrations to get across the truth that I'm trying to get people to understand. But um, I learned 
that during the COVID-19 pandemic that a lot of my church people use WhatsApp. And I learned that WhatsApp was a fantastic way for me to communicate with many of them. Now, not all of them because they're not all on WhatsApp. But I started building a broadcast list of church members. And many church members would contact me, Pastor, please put me on the broadcast list. And I said, okay, put them on the broadcast list. And every one of them, I sent them a message back saying, thank you, I've done it, I've added you. And so I send out posts two, three times a week. I talk to them. Most of them won't talk back to me. I send a message out to 150 people and three of them send something back. Four, five, or six. They all said, add me. I take the time to communicate, but no one wants to communicate back. They're receiving, but they fail to realize I need to be ministered to as well. I'm a human being as well. I want to know they, they saw the message. I want to know they got it. All it takes is a smiley face, a thumbs up, thank you. It doesn't take long to do that. Here's the problem. Here's what, here's what I, I came to the understanding. If you don't have time to communicate with the senior pastor of your church, that tells me you're probably not communicating with a lot of other people. Because if the senior pastor of your church is not important enough to talk back to him, who is important enough? Do you talk back to your wife? Or do you just hear her and never speak? Do you talk back to your children when they talk to you? Do you listen to your children or all you do is give commandments? Good communication needs to go both ways. It means people are doing two things. They're speaking and they're listening. And when communication becomes only one way, it is a tragedy and it doesn't make for great relationships. Some of you have been a blessing because you pay attention to my post and you're, you're very good at getting back with me and it's a blessing to me and I appreciate that. And it's not about me. I only give you that illustration. I'm not upset. I'm not, I'm not uh, down and discouraged because people don't talk back to me on social media. I'm using that as an illustration because I think we do a poor job of communicating with other people. Husband, your wife needs more than just to listen to you. She needs you to listen to her. Your wife or husband needs more than for you just to listen. They want to hear you talk. They want to hear your ideas. They want to know what's going on in your mind. They want to know what went on in your day. Teachers, your students need more than for you just to give a lesson. They need you to listen to them. They need you to hear their questions. They need you to know their thoughts. Any great teacher is a teacher that has two-way communication in their classroom. Any 
great pastor or preacher, he doesn't just preach, but he mingles amongst the people and he tries to get to know their needs. And he listens. And any great husband, any great father, any great wife, any great child has two-way communication in their relationships. If a president, a leader of a country, if they don't listen and all they do is give commands, they're a poor leader. Communication needs to be two-way. Everyone needs to both speak and be heard. God spoke to my heart about trying to do a better job of this. I hope you will hear what I've said today, and I hope you will take this truth and make a difference in everybody's life. Be a good communicator. And I think when we start doing this, the world will be a better place. God will be happier with us all, and we'll be all happier with life. Thank you for tuning in to the Fundamental Hour. Again, I would encourage you, follow us on our social media platforms. And if you have questions, please let us know. We'd like to help you. God bless you. Have a great day.